The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. Uh, what's good, my boy? How you doing on this uh fine Memorial Day? I'm all right, dog. Can't complain. Gotta go to work tomorrow, so yeah, I'm complaining uh about that part. But uh I do want to say uh shout out to those who came before us who, who made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh so we have uh, the little freedoms we do have. Uh want to thank all those, uh, my battle buddies who who paved the way for me. So uh, appreciate it, man. Um, definitely, definitely. Rest in peace, BJ Haynes. Yeah. Um, shout out, man. It, it's funny. I, I, I think about them kind of, you know, saying often, uh, especially when it comes to military times. But uh, Howard Johnson, man, Private Howard Johnson, he was the uh, first soldier from Alabama to uh, lose his life in uh, in Iraq. Um, he also was a, he was a, a year ahead of me in high school, man. I remember, you know saying when he, after he, after he um, finished boot camp and stuff, man, coming back to the school, talking with us and stuff, man. So appreciate you, Howard, man. Uh, you are missed. So, uh, but man, let's get started, man. Uh, I, I know, you know saying today is not a, it's a holiday um I want to say um shout out to the history of Memorial Day. Uh to those who uh honored the Union soldiers who who sacrificed to free those those that were enslaved, went by and um dug up those Union soldiers who were all buried in a mass grave, uh gave them the parade they deserved and 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 honored them and buried them in individual slave um, individual graves, excuse me. So, um, but man, let me tell you, I told you for the show, uh, I smell like, I smell like straight smoke right now. Uh, <laughs> straight barbecue smoke. Uh, been out there grilling, man. I, I got some, uh, patties though, some hamburger patties and got one, got some little cubes of cheese and put up in there and roll that, you know what I'm saying? Them patties up. As soon as you bit down, yes, sir. Threw me some wings on there. Grill. They came out looking real good. Dylan was out there helping in the way. Um, but you know how they go. You know how they go when you're trying to get something done. <clears throat> yeah, you got to have the little helpers out there, man. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Daddy, can I put it on the grill? Go ahead, put it on the grill. He said, Daddy, can I like the match? Go ahead, like the match. And then the match broke. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I said, nah, let me show you what to do. And I did it. He said, all right, let me like the next one. He lit it. <laughs> and it blew out. He said, I'm gonna go practice. Said, wait, no. <laughs> wait. 
No, you don't practice nothing. Nothing. He's like, I don't mean like that, Dad. I'm just saying, like, nah. <laughs> no, you no. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. Uh Alexa, renew home insurance policy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> too crazy. But man, man, we got a lot to get into. Uh I say a lot. We got some things to get into, man. Uh championship, postseason, um, uh, some big moves, but first. You know what I'm saying? I want to shout out to our sponsors over at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered. For all your sports wagering needs, we have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back. Hey, man, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, first up on the docket, man, one of our good friends, man. Uh, this man is an expert when it comes to all things eating. Uh, Gary Quarles makes his way to Baton Rouge. He will be joining the Southern Jags. Um, I think it's very beneficial on both sides. Yeah, I think that's a great pickup for the Jags. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at like looking at his stats, man. Dude, just he got he he the highlights and stuff, he has so much to offer, man. <laughs> well, um, I will say this, it won't it'll only matter if uh Dula play the right quarterback. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I'm gonna be. I ain't gonna. I, I'm not gonna be petty tonight. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get on this good side. You gotta find a matching lapel pin. But like, coach, I seen this. I think you to go with your ascot. Buy an ascot for Father's Day. <laughs> hey, but hey, coach. I I know you don't really wear socks for real, but. I think this Avino lotion make make them ankles shine. <laughs> hey, but for real, man. I um, we was talking. I'm gonna say so. We were talking last night, and uh, Carter was talking about he was going over uh, LSU schedule. And he talked about Grambling. He was like, "Hey, how do you think uh, Grambling will look?" And my my response was, "Uh, Grambling is probably the one of the most complete teams in the sweat coming out of spring." And I said, I expect them to be a lot better, especially on offense this year than they were last year. Um, they're going to be dangerous, very dangerous. So, um, yeah, I think last year, <clears throat> last year, that defense was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost some pieces, but I still think they got some, some dogs over there, uh, especially in the trenches. 
Um, Stake you in the system too. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it's gonna really come down to what what you get from Crawley or whoever's on the center, mm-hmm. and um, and what Tony Hull can do to kind of make that offense a little more explosive. Um, like. We saw it in the spring game. We saw big plays. I mean, every quarterback had one, multiple, you know, big plays, 70-yard touchdown passes, you know, 40-yard passes and things of that nature, even big runs. So if they can if they can find a way to translate that into the season next year, then I'll agree with you. But, I mean, I, I can't. Now it's I'm not picking them. It's a yeah, spring I, game. You know I'm mean? not picking them to win the swag or anything. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah. I I do I do think that they they make a huge step forward uh, next year. You, would, would you pick them to win the West? I ain't saying like I ain't saying are you. I just said would you like? Are, is it even? Would you would that be a consideration? I think it's possible. I think it's coming down to. I think it's between Grambling, Alcorn, and probably Prairie View. Yeah, I w- I would agree. I'd probably put Grambling third behind on that list, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think that um, a healthy Andrew Body, yeah, that's going to shake things up. Yeah, yeah. What's good, Brian? Brian was a uh, Brian was actually in there uh last night with Carter. I think I don't know if he asked the question. Uh, but I know it was uh uh with Carter when that kind of that conversation came up. Uh, he was talking about it. Uh, but he said, "What's up?" And he says, uh, "I think that this year we will finally see the swag mm. beat the Miac in the HBCU national title, especially Southern and Alcorn." Yeah, don't let Miac Mike come in here. Mm. See that comment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, now I, I will say it's possible that. We win the swag that the I say we. I, it's possible that the swag wins the swag meak challenge, but uh, I, still, I mean, my it favorite, all depends on who makes it. From my, my, I think it's going. My favorite is going to be North Carolina Central, uh, either coming out of meak, uh, and possibly uh, probably FAMU coming out of swag. I don't think that. I'm not gonna say that. We'll see. <laughs> It's way too early for me. It's way too early. Way too early. Uh, I got to at least get to swap me today before I start making bold bold statements. So, but uh, uh, Fort Valley State. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He uh, he came back and said the key to the sweat finally winning is the line of scrimmage. The MEAC has dominated these meetings because of their line of scrimmage supremacy. I can't, I can't disagree with that at all. Very true. Uh, very true. Uh, Fort Valley state running back Emmanuel Wilson. He signed with green Bay, a, a undrafted free agent uh, contract with green Bay. Uh, he will enter the training camp on the 90 man roster. So congratulations to him. Uh, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully, um, he can he can make the fifty man fifty three man roster or at least the practice squad and and continue. Uh, I think he's got a pretty decent shot. I think he's got a pretty decent shot. So, um, in other football news, Florida Memorial makes former NFL star Terrence Garvin 
their code uh, DC. He was last year. He was on there. I think he was a linebackers coach. Um, but now they've moved him to co-defensive coordinator. So congratulations to him. Uh, Florida Memorial is another school who's sneaky. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is improving in like all aspects of uh, sports and stuff. Uh, and as a school, it's like they are. When you look at some of the the, the I'm trying to think, when you look at some of those sports that we're trying to get HBCs are trying to get back into or trying to get into, uh, men's soccer, uh, yeah. uh, beach volleyball, Florida Memorial is leading the way on that. So that's a, that's a school that no nobody ever really mentions when they talk about moving up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep, yep. Now, um, for the second year, uh, the XFL HBCU Showcase uh, is returning. This year, it's going to be held in Atlanta. It's going to be held at Clark Atlanta University. Uh, so, uh, I forgot the date. I think it's the 27th of June or maybe the 17th. Uh, hold on. Uh-oh. I don't know how that. But, uh. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, let me tell you the correct date. June 17th. There it is. Uh, June 17th. It is an invite only um, camp, of course. Uh, but it is uh, this one is it's basically tailored to try to get, you know, um, more eyes on HBCU players, you know, saying to get them drafted to the XFL. Uh, another avenue for for players to try to find. A way into a pro field, a pro yeah, uh, yeah. career. Like we, we, I know the ultimate dream is the NFL, but <clears throat> with all these other leagues popping up, these spring leagues gives them a chance to, you know, keep auditioning for the NFL, but not just that. Just gives them a chance to, you know, be a professional, even though they didn't, you know, make the uh, the highest level. So, right, I think. I think it's a it's a good fit for both both the league and the players because the leagues are getting very talented, high quality football, and at the same time, these players are getting their chance to live out their dream and keep keep their their dream alive of making it to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, uh, very true. Um, I look forward to uh, to just seeing them on the field. Period. Uh, the XFL and the USFL have have been like some excellent like football uh spring football it's 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 so entertaining and then some of the rule changes just make it like i said i talked about last night um having that transparency with the like the you know some referees and stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of seeing it that stuff that makes the game so much better to me in my opinion yeah and i wouldn't mind possibly seeing the two leagues merge down the line so you can have more you know <clears throat> more competition more more teams more cities and kind of have a, a bigger rival to the NFL yeah i would love to see not necessarily well i guess technically it'll be a merge but the champion from both leagues oh yeah you could yeah do like a champion thing yeah that'd yeah, be cool yeah that'd be i think that'd be dope Oh, I'm saying somebody made came up with the idea. Said like the uh, the champion of like those like I forget those leagues and the the Super Bowl champ. 
No, not even Super Bowl champ. The uh the team with the worst um record. Oh. They play relegation. Yeah, and the and the loser have to swap. They basically if the you win, you go to the NFL. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, I do want to say before we, we move on, man, uh congratulations to Alabama AM head coach uh Connell Maynard. Uh, he is inducted into the E.E. E. Smith High School Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, he was inducted on uh, yesterday, actually, um, at the Crown Complex in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Congratulations to Coach uh, Coach Maynard. Uh, he's you know had a stellar career as a player and and is doing wonderful things as a coach. So, how many Hall of Fames is that now? Many. Six, many, 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 many. I know I got a question for Coach when, when we see him. I got a question for him that I want to see the answer because I already know. I already know how he is. So uh, it's going to be interesting. But, man, let's talk about this uh, sweat baseball tournament. First things first, congratulations <clears throat> to Florida A&M. Uh, congratulations to Bethune Cookman. Congratulations for making it a Florida classic at the uh SWAC tournament. Um, uh, but overall, all the teams involved in the SWAC as a whole, congratulations. Uh the move to Atlanta seems to be in a a very I don't know about profitable, but it was a very good move. A lot of people seem like a lot of people got um were involved. A lot of people made it out, made it to the game. So, so you think it was a good move? Moving to Atlanta? Yes. Now. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay, I see what you do what you did there. Moving to Atlanta was a good idea. I think the question becomes cuz you asked the question. I asked where 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 is the game being played at in Atlanta? On Georgia Tech's campus. It's like, hmm, interesting. Interesting. So, do you think my question was, did they mess up by having it at a PWI? I thought about that. I've been thinking about that. And I was thinking, where could they have had it? I was like, oh, they could have had it at Clark Atlanta. Or could they? Well, see, I. I'm not too familiar with every available ballpark in Atlanta. Um, yeah. However, I do know that there are multiple minor league ballparks within the footprint of the conference. Mm-hmm. While it might not necessarily be a big city like Atlanta, you know Birmingham and some of these other places have. If yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they they were just having it in Birmingham not long ago, last year. If I'm not mistaken, I got you. But I mean, I was just throwing you no. Know, yeah, yeah, I get. I saying having in Birmingham. I'm just saying, and you wouldn't have to necessarily pay money to a PWI to host your tournament. I do agree with you that having it in Atlanta is more beneficial mm-hmm. than in some other places for, you know, 
ease of travel, getting to there, things to do while you're there, and you know, all that other kind of stuff. But I just think optically it's not the best look, you know, having your conference tournament at a PWI. I agree there. Um, I but again, that that was my question. Where else could they have had it? I again love the idea of having it in Atlanta. Um, I think it was a a a, a very profitable and even not in and maybe not financially, but because I, I don't know the numbers, but I think it was very profitable, meaning the attention that it brought, the uh turnout that it had. Uh, because even people who weren't necessarily FAMU fans or or uh Bethune Cookman fans, a lot of people came out. Um there were people from schools who I don't even think made the uh the tournament that were there, you know, so just because it was swag baseball in Atlanta. So well, not to mention, you know, you got the big black population in Atlanta, you know what I mean? So just like you could, you got former MEAC alums and you know other conference alums who just live in Atlanta who coming out just to support HBCUs. So, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, FAMU uh, lost against Alabama State, I think, on day two. Uh, then turned around and went on a a run where they uh, and in the lost to Alabama State, they actually were up by five runs. I know up by four runs. I'm not mistaken. Alabama State scored five to come back to take the lead and win. Um, but Florida uh, A&M said they weren't going to let that happen again and basically beat Alabama State twice to make it to the championship game uh, where they faced uh, rival Bethune, who Bethune took out Grambling uh, twice. Grambling, twice. Uh, Grambling and Alabama State. It wasn't. Yeah, Grambling and Alabama <clears throat> State were the uh, respective number one seeds for each side for the East and the West. And um, – yeah. Uh now I'm gonna tell you something. I watched uh Carlos uh Brown show and he was talking about the game and stuff. Uh, he had on uh AD Drew and um uh, Jamie uh saying Al B score, you know what I'm saying, from the Black College Sports Network. They were actually calling the game. Um and one thing that they talked about was there was a lot of East teams. Mm-hmm. Who made a Grambling big was push? One in the final four, yeah, out of the West. But Grambling, Alabama State, like you mentioned, number one going into respectively going into the tournament from their uh, sides of the bracket. But what we always talk about on here, man, it's so hard to win the regular mm-hmm. season and then turn around and win in the tournament. And it's just another example of that. I mean. I think you could say those were the two favorites, you know, depending on what order you want to put them in going into the to tournament, and neither one of them make it to the final round. You know, so I think that just goes to show you how hard it is to win in conference play. Yeah. Uh, for win, their, their, their um, efforts, fam, you uh, – Got the automatic bid for the sweat. They are headed to Gainesville. They will be taking on Florida in the Gainesville Regional. So, hey, what uh, what is Florida's overall bid? Uh, what what are they? Number number three, number two, number three. I think. Hold on. Let me 
I have to look it up. Forget what they are. Um, let's see. Looking at the bracket now. I hate that they do this like this because it doesn't break it down to like what they actually like the national seeding was. Yeah, that's what you're asking. Uh, who that? Who Florida messed up with? That's what I'm trying. Let me let me see if I can find that regional brackets. Or the number two seed. They number two overall. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that fam, you. Was the second to last team. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. only one yeah. fourth seed in the uh the fourth seed in the Wake Forest regional. Said Wake Forest, yeah, Winston Salem region, George Mason. So, George Mason is the only school that was lower seated than FAMU, mm-hmm. and that includes a Tulane team that didn't even win 20 games this year, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that does. So now we talk about the disrespect the HBCUs get from the NCAA committees. This is just another example. <clears throat> what was Florida A and M's uh, record? Twenty nine and twenty eight. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tulane was 19 and 40. 19 and 40. That they were. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. All right, man. That's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, well. I don't even know what to like. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I don't really even know. Yeah, pretty much, bro. NCAA like, committee going to NCAA committee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I I don't really even know what to say. I mean, I, you I'm know not what? Surprised, it's, but at the same time, I still don't even know how to feel about it. I actually didn't even think about that. I was like, because I, I knew I was like, oh, they, you know what I'm saying? At first, I thought they was in the Miami regional. And then I was like, oh, they in Gainesville. And then when you're like, well, what was their overall ranking? You see, I, I knew Florida was a top three. I just didn't know where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's saying something, bro. It is. It is. Um, in other news, man, um, we talked about this a little bit last night. Uh, the MEAC, the new coordinator of men's basketball officials, is under investigation. For those of you who haven't heard, 
Eric Lewis, 19-year NBA bet um, basketball official, uh, got caught up. He's being investigated for allegedly having a burner account on Twitter and responding back to uh, users who have criticized NBA um, officiating. I talked about it. Me personally, unless he just he just went completely off the rails, man. It's a burner account. Who cares? But that was my thoughts, man. And it was my all time. The only way I think it's an issue is if it shows some kind of uh like clear bias, right? You know what I mean to a specific teams or against specific teams. All right, I haven't seen it. Um, it was the uh, <laughs> the name of the account that he used was uh, Blair Cutcliffe. It was like at Cutcliffe, Cutcliffe Blair. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, but it's under investigation. I don't know what this means for if, you know, his position as the new uh, coordinator of, of men's basketball for the MEAC, but yeah. it's, it's, it's certainly um, – a, a topic of um, contention in the NBA right now. So, yeah, speaking of the NBA, at halftime, it is Miami 52, uh, Boston 41. Man, I, just whenever I thought I knew what was going on in this series. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like I said, I hope, me personally, I hope, I hope Miami wins it. Um, it don't matter going to the next round, but I hope they win it. Um, but it's uh, interesting. So yeah, it would. I want I want Boston to win just for the competitiveness of the finals, but I really don't like Boston, so it wouldn't hurt me if they lost. Yeah, uh yeah, that that is true. So, uh. But man, let's talk about uh let's talk about a little track and field. Uh North Carolina AT uh is sending several members of their men's and women's team to the uh nationals. Uh currently you have Raheem Hales and Shamar Chambers, uh both qualified for the 400 meter dash. Uh they actually are the first uh CAA runners to qualify for nationals in the 400 since 2013. So, there you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Because they was wouldn't, yeah. They was, yeah. No, they, for, yeah, for the CAA. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah that's what yeah. that's but what they, got is the CAA. But, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the women's side, Paula Salmon. 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 I guess depending on what region of the country you're in. Um, she goes for her third straight 100-meter uh, hurdles title. Well, not title. She's going to the finals for the third straight year. So, yeah. Um, trying to see who else here. Also from ANT, uh, Jada Griffin. She qualifies for the 400-meter dash. A&T, if they don't do nothing else, they're going to win in some track, bro. Yeah. Um, also, because I don't want to leave this out, for Howard, uh, 
uh Howard women. They've got uh Darcy Khan. She's going she qualified for the 100 meters. Uh Jessica Wright for the 400 meter hurdles, which first of all, let me let me say something. 400 meters by itself is is a task. But then you got to hop, jump and skip over that thing too. I boy, I didn't seen some people break down on the, on the uh on them hurdles, but uh, four by four, the uh, her Howard's four by four relay team also made it. Uh, that team consists of uh, Miss Jessica Wright, uh, Katharina uh, Morris, uh, Tiffany Ray Pittman, and Anaya Woodruff. So, um, they actually clinched the final spot with a uh, three minute 35.44 second mark. They actually beat out Clemson. To make to get in, they beat Clemson. Clemson had a, th- a three minute thirty five second point nine eight mark. So yeah, and right now the, the team to beat is uh, Florida. Florida is a uh, three minute thirty one second point thirty one point three three seconds. So that's the team to beat. Um, history was made in the NAIA. I'm sorry. It's not NAIA. What is this? Let me make sure. It is NAIA. Okay. I, I, I ain't tripping. NAIA uh, championship, track and field championships. Xavier's Seth Alexander, Xavier New Orleans, let me rephrase that. Seth Alexander, he won the school's first, very first uh, track and field national championship. Uh, he He's a triple jumper, and he was actually the only one to hit 50 feet. He triple jumped a a a school. I think it's a school record as well. School record fifty feet two and three fourths inches. That's crazy, bro. Do you know how? I watched them kids triple jump. That that that's hard. Uh-uh. That's and it's never, funny because I was never good at it. I, the way they have it set up, they have three different boards, and I can, I never could understand. I was like, why are they moving it? Like, what? But it depends on how far you jump. You they have mm-hmm. three boards you jump from. Um, I saw this kid, man, this, and that kid jumped, and it looked like I was like, man, you ain't getting nowhere. Like you barely made in the sand. They they, they throw the time. Up, I mean, the, uh, what's it like forty seven? I'm like, oh, you did good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. my bad, <laughs> my bad player. But yeah, man. Um, but congratulations to him. Uh, congratulations to Xavier. Uh, also, last but not least, in track and field, Lincoln, Missouri, uh, their men came fifth in the NCAA Division II national championship, and the women came in eighth. So. Two top ten. To four. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. You know, and I know a lot of people might look at him like. You know that's man, that's impressive. Fifth, that's eight, but now nah, they they did good. They that's hard. I mean, especially when you know how many teams out there. So that is hard. Yeah, kudos to them, man. For real, both yeah. the men and the women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's all I got. Uh, I got a little basketball. What you got? Um, Texas Southern, all swag selection. Adriana event is leaving Texas Southern and going to Jackson State. Ooh. 
And I know we didn't talk about it last week, but uh, NC State stand yes. out. Yes. Yeah. NC State stand out leaves after freshman year, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's headed to Norfolk. Norfolk State. And uh, I think he did mention this last time. Um, I mean, we talked about it during the uh, the NCAA tournament, how good of a team and how good of a season Norfolk State had. And you add in a talent like this and someone who, you know, had everything in front of her at a, at a PWI, quote-unquote, Power 5 school and decided to, you know, take, a, take her career a different direction. And mm-hmm. a great get for Norfolk State. They get her for two, three years and, you know, the talent level is that they're adding to their team is is incredible, but at the same time, the exposure that they're getting, the headlines that they're getting, you know, the the recognition that program is getting, and it's just gonna make them that much more of a powerhouse in the MEAC. And on top of that, you know, we saw the Don Staley giving them recognition, saying that they weren't a 16 seed; they deserved to be ranked higher. Well. Now we might see them upset somebody because of the talent level that they'll be having. Mm-hmm. And if they not if they getting overlooked like they w- would by most teams, then we could definitely see it. Yes, sir. Um that's all we got, man. But I got one question for you. It wasn't on the docket. People look people people love our list. So I got let's let's do top five, top five barbecue. Uh or, or else, I, I mean I ain't gonna say barbecue. Top five. I guess you could say grilling, you know what I'm saying? Foods that you, you know what I'm saying, from Memorial Day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, this is going to be difficult. All right. Um, not really, though. Brisket number one for me. Um, You can't beat a good brisket, bro. Brisket? Okay. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, ribs number two. Um, uh, you saw it strictly on the grill? Or just like at the cookout, we do at the cookout. We do at the cookout. Uh, at the cookout, ain't nothing like that. That homemade mac and cheese, bro. Um, then on the grill, I'd be some of, some of that good down home sausage or that uh, how you say that? That oh, Kaneko. Yeah, some of that, <laughs> some of that fire sausage. Uh, pause. Um <laughs> and uh I don't know. That's uh I guess you know some potato salad, baked beans, something like that. But as long as I got the ribs and that brisket, um I'm, I'm really straight. I don't really- All right, it looks trash. Forget it. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got? All right, I agree with you on ribs. Um Depending on the person, potato salad. Yeah, that's what I said. Depending on the person, though, that's why I ain't person, really. Yeah, salad. I'm with it's, you on that. It's got to be uh, it's got to be an auntie, or it's got to be somebody got the uh on the back Chill of the elbow. That's it, how I feel about the mac and cheese. Though. <laughs> it's got to be. Hey, I'm just, just saying, y'all. Hey, Judge Mamas, I'm listen. I'm just saying, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's good. Oh, and if, and if and if the dude on the grill ain't got them sandals, I don't want it. Man, what I had hey, I got I know what the new sandals are. Crocs. No. Crocs man. is the new sandals. 
It's the new what you call the sandals. So, oh man. Yeah. No, I, I, man. Remind me to tell you about Because there are too many people with Crocs, bro. It can't be Crocs. No, gotta bro. Be. You got you got no, you gotta go get you some uncle slippers, bro. You gotta go get you some uncle sandals when you're on yeah. the grid. That might be my issue then. Um, uh, all right, uh, so what I say, uh I said ribs, potato salad. Ribs, potato salad, chicken wings. Gotta be gotta have you some chicken wings. Good smoked wings. Good. Bam. Um and the last two are staples, man. I think you everybody has them. It's gonna be in some kind of variation. One is gonna be in a in, in some kind of variation with the glizzies. It's either going to be a hot dog, it's going to be a, a, a sausage link or something like that. So it's going to be one variation of that. My last one, grilled hamburger. I get it. Y'all say brisket. I, I'm not a big brisket guy. You know, I, I know why I'm not a brisket guy, though. The only time I had brisket, I'll just say, it was cooked by no session mess. That's what you messed up at right there. There you go. That's what you messed just... up at right there. And I was just like, it was like that's brisket. what you messed up like, right there. Now. You, you 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 over there eating that Lincoln Riley brisket? So that's your problem. You know what I mean? <clears throat> nah, bro. You gotta you gotta have some brisket, dog. And this Doc says it's got to come from Texas. My my cousin ain't from Texas, but he got the best brisket around here. I will say that. But I mean, if you talking strictly like just smoked, you know what I'm saying? No sauce and all that. I gotta throw a turkey leg on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. But no sauce on the turkey leg though. Yeah. We we ain't got to the food section. All right, man. Let's get up out of here. So we uh we'll be back uh, all night. I know we'll be back on Monday. No show on Thursday. Uh, it'll be you know saying I, I'll be on the road, and we also got the uh, first night of NBA Finals. Uh, hey Doc said as long as it's Texas style, it's got to be Texas style. Oh yeah, for sure, Texas style. I'm with you on that. So, um, but hey, you got anything else before we get up out of here? Nah, uh, I'm finna go finish off this brisket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all go love on your peoples. Uh, enjoying why they still here. Like that. We out. This show was presented by betonline.ag. Bring me my money. Who is swiping? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.